Hello and welcome to podcast number hmm. fifty-six and a half. No, I don't know. I think it's I think it's forty-nine, right? Because I think fifty is next week. Yeah, forty-nine sounds like a good one. Um, the big five zero. The big five zero. We're coming up. <clears throat> uh, and okay, so I, there was something I wanted to talk off straight off, and Trevor mentioned it just now that he hadn't seen a movie in the theaters in ages. And I've actually seen movies in the theaters pretty recently, but it's been I don't know how long since I went and saw an action movie in the theaters, like where I went, you know, because like I mean I've been to movies a long time, but they're mm-hmm. always the big budget, super CGI'd out comic book sci-fi. Like the geek mm. movies, you know. I haven't seen a, yeah. a man's man movie in a long time <laughs> in the theaters. Now, I mean, I've watched lots of them, but at home, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, would you would you would you think of skyscraper? Well, Die Hard in a building. <laughs> Die Hard in a building. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's definitely. I mean, it's sort of Die Hard like, but I kept thinking the whole time, like, well, this isn't like Die Hard at all. <laughs> like, come on, it's, it's more like just like. Like a towering inferno. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, this is towering <laughs> inferno with the rock, not die hard with the rock in a skyscraper. No, I, I think it's what, I think it's one of those things where it's like you, you die hard's cooler than towering inferno. Yeah. So if you can make the small connection, is you're like, yeah, it's like die hard instead of saying, well, it's like towering inferno. I was like, nobody remembers towering inferno as like, oh, you know. Making towering inferno. <laughs> yeah. Well, and here's the thing, right? Like, I'm like, come on, Rock. These guys are all a bunch of candy ass jabronis. You should kill exactly. them. Yeah. And the Rock's kind of yes. like, yeah, yeah, they are some candy ass jabronis. But fuck that. I'm gonna hang off the side of the building some more. Yeah, I mean, they they, they set up his backstory like they do in every movie now with the Rock. Because they have to explain how fucking big he is. Sure. He just can't be a big dude. So they got to explain it's always like special forces or like fucking CIA, FBI, FBI or and some shit. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Yet another action movie where the first scene is the backstory of the hero who fucks up and gets a bunch of kids killed in a hostage situation. Now, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but we've seen this scenario before, right? <laughs> yeah, yes, we've seen it before. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like, again, I think, when I mean, you go back to Hostage, I think the last one that did it, I think that opening sequence is really good in Hostage. But here, like, it didn't really, like, tell you much except he's special forces. Yeah. Like, you could have gotten done away with all of that because then they rehash it, basically, on the boat with his buddy. Like after like he's met with like the the head of the uh, the the hotel he's he's doing security for, like him and his buddy were in the first scene together. Yeah. They basically rehashed what happened. <laughs> like yeah. this is like why did I why did I see <laughs> I it if I had to hear it? I just saw that like, two on. seconds ago, and I I really did kind of like that part, and I love that actor. I don't know what his name is, the guy from mm. like The Wire. And, yeah, he's in Orange is the New Black, something like that. And he is the best actor in Orange is New Black. Like, I can speak as a corrections professional. He <laughs> fucking nailed it. Like, like that guy, I know that guy. And, like, not all prison guards are like that. In fact, <laughs> I was gonna say, that's kind of scary. Yeah, <laughs> in, in fact, like, most of them aren't. You know, the majority of yeah. them aren't like that. We'll say, like, nine of them aren't like that, right? But that <laughs> okay. one guy porn stash fucking nailed it that one guy is definitely there and i can like 
take a picture out and be like, yeah, this guy, this guy, and this guy, porn stash. <laughs> but again, you see that guy come and you're like, he's going to double cross the rock. I mean, of course he is. Like, why would and, he not? And, yeah, and I, I love that, that they got that over with right away. <laughs> like, you know, you did. You thought he's going to double cross the rock. There's no way that's going to happen. But I expected him to be acting like he was helping the rock the whole time, like on the radio or something. Yeah. And then at the, very, at the very end, he'd be like, yo, Rock, I'm going to stab you in the back. But it's like, okay, so that job inter interview went pretty decently, but I accidentally screwed up and took this tablet. And he, he was like, yo, Rock, I'm going to stab you in the back. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you need an hour <laughs> yeah, build up on that. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure like, what, the, what the plan was, to be honest. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. understand. And, you know, oh, I'm, not, I'm not looking for, like, sling blade or like the wire but <laughs> i mean a little bit of character development just a little bit of character development like okay think about this think of the bad guy mm. in skyscraper right <laughs> and think about trying, like yes. his character and what he was all about and then compare him to the bad guy in the original skyscraper the dude that was just spouting off fucking random shakespeare lines <laughs> for no reason and it's like, holy exactly. shit, that guy's character is a thousand times more developed from the original B-movie Anna Nicole film Skyscraper than in the freaking $30 million rock yeah. epic. Yeah, I mean, the original Skyscraper is more diehard-like than fucking... Fucking oh, this easily. new skyscraper, like and, come on, like the, it's this, all the all the villains have like these weird like quirks. Yeah, and this one is just like it's, it's a bunch of random dudes. Yeah, it's better. It's better written. Like I, that's the sad thing. And I'm not trying to say <laughs> skyscraper is a masterpiece of writing, but it's better written than the new skyscraper, which is really kind of saying something. You know, like I cared about the characters in skyscraper. I didn't care. I mean, like. Freaking um, Sydney from Scream, as was Nev Campbell, I think. You know, she's, yeah, yeah. she's still hot, so I kind of wanted her to live. But, like, other than that, like, I was just like, oh, yeah, she was great in some other movie, and she still looks good 25 years later. And <laughs> But that's, like, her whole personality. That's, like, her thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I will also, I'll say I enjoyed the, the crane sequence that they show in, the like, the commercial lot, that whole thing. Yeah. Because it's just it's just, it's kind of like so outrageous. It's like, all right, cool. Like this is where like it kind of like went for it. Yeah. I kind and I kind of like that a lot. But then they just kind of didn't really do anything like that. There anything like that afterwards. There wasn't a whole lot of a payoff. Like he threw the bad guy off the building. He exploded in midair, which was kind of cool. <laughs> and um, what's like um, like the, the, like I guess you want to jump to the ending with the mirrors and stuff. It's like. What was the what's the point of that room? I don't understand the point of that room. Yeah, like, like you're the, the pearl on top of the building. Like, what, what kind of like why is I don't understand what this room is? Yeah, you're you're in the freaking tallest location on Earth, and you're gonna make it into virtual reality. Like you know, like <laughs> there, you could have saved yourself like twenty million dollars and put in some fucking windows. <laughs> and was it me? I don't know. Like, maybe it was like. I was watching it, but like the the mirror stuff looked really, really like generic, like really like yes, mm -hmm. like it looked like where was where's all the effects for this? It's like you had all this like I mean all the fire looks fantastic, but like for like this mirror stuff, you was like you were you just like like phoned it in, like yeah. the, the the final sequence. Absolutely phoned in. 
phoned in would probably be a better title for this movie, honestly. Phoned in. <laughs> uh, That's the thing too. It's like I want to like The Rock. And I, me too. I, mean, I, like, I, I go with the Rock like, picture, looking all like, yes. oh, I'm all about it. I'm like, I'm so happy to go actually see this in the theater. It's going to be great. And then I'm kind of like, oh man. And I'm like, yeah, it's, well, it's like maybe. Exhausting. It was like Rampage too. Rampage was like the same way. It's like I want, I want to like this because it's like based on like a dumb video game, but like they're gonna have fun with it, and The Rock is in it. It's gonna yeah, be cool. Sure. And like it's, they take it way. Like The Rock takes himself, I think, way too seriously sometimes. Like it's really. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> really I didn't mind. I didn't mind, <laughs> I didn't mind Rampage quite as much as this. Now I'm not saying I like Rampage. I, I, it was okay. <laughs> Uh, you know, and it had I got, monsters. Yeah, it had <laughs> monsters, and I I was kind of mad because I've played like all the Rampage um, games, and like the geek in me is like, this isn't the story of Rampage at all, you know. Um, I just think too, it's like it's a, such a simple story that you could do, sure, and you don't have to, because when you go see a movie called Rampage based on a video game called Rampage. You're not expecting like three reels of fucking backstory to explain Rampage. Like, right. like it's just fucking get this, and get the, the building the, smashing. The, the game come, come on, have much. And I mean, it did have to do like the whole thing did have to do with some evil corporation <clears throat> that created like a mutagen. But in the game, yeah. it turned the three scientists who worked on the mutagen into these monsters, and they realized it was evil so they went to stop them and destroyed every city in america while they did it which is a great idea if you're a monster i mean um, i think that's a, that's a, that, that's way better like story than the actual rampage yeah. <laughs> like to be honest like, I know. They, should, they should have been they should have been human like i think that would have been i guess then you couldn't have killed them though yeah yeah, you kill have the to other have saved them and turn like and in the game you save yourself and turn yourself back into a human but uh yeah yeah, it would have had it would have had a more depth if they were human. Absolutely. Um, and speaking of depth or the lack thereof, <laughs> in Skyscraper, I did really kind of love how at the end, like The Rock's like, "Okay, I give up. Me and my daughter are gonna die in this fire, this fire." Yeah. And and his wife's like, "No way. I'll just turn it off and turn it back on again and save the day. Never mind that there's been a huge fire rampaging through every electrical system in freaking 70 floors <laughs> of a skyscraper. Like, I'll just push this button and it'll freaking put out every single one of those fires. Well, Tim, it's like her phone at the beginning. Yeah, turning oh, it, it off was, and turning it back on will reboot totally, everything. It'll, be, it'll fix. It'll fix it. <laughs> yeah, it was a brilliant use of foreshadowing <laughs> there. That trust me. Come on, guy. Come on. Yeah, and I mean, I guess I can. I can kind of see that. <laughs> I can kind of see that as a good satire. You know, like a sort of commentary on the modern world. Is the, the only way we know how to fix things is by pushing a button and, and hoping it works. <laughs> I feel like there should have been a line there right before she did it. She turned to somebody and be like, just like a cell phone, click. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Trust me, just like my galaxy. Right. Bam. Hey, like, fire, <laughs> can you hear me now? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> click. Yeah, that would be awesome. That's what, the, that's what this movie was lacking, too. Like, just like kind of like those types of lines and that, that yeah. type of. And I, like, I thought there was one coming when he was in the mirror room. He's like, oh, yeah, but before you do that, there's one thing <laughs> you should know. And I'm like, oh, here's the payoff, cheesy. Oh, here comes. <laughs> and he's like, I'm standing behind you. And I'm like, God damn it, The Rock. <laughs> it's like, ah, come on, man. You just, you just, you just 
You just told me a fact. I don't yeah. need that. Yeah, you could have said Rudy Pooh or or shoved something up his <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gonna, Oh yeah, by the way, and, you know, and like that's what The Rock is famous for. That is why The Rock is a mega superstar because as a wrestler, he had the best one-liner fucking burns on all the other wrestlers. And uh he <laughs> come in like, you know, guess what? What? You're the fairest one of them all, motherfucker. Bam, kick him. <laughs> right. Like, like come on. Yeah, would have been great. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like like the rocks like shooting that scene, and he's like, "Hey, well, we could say this instead of that. We could say this," and they're they're like, "No, come on, come on, the rock, you're, you're a wrestler. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what he's saying. Like, I just I feel like he could have come up with a better line than that. I feel like I could go upstairs and ask my eleven year old for a line, and she'd probably nail it. I still understand. Also, back to the backstory stuff. Why can't he just be like I've, 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 I remember posting this before about Rampage? Why can't he just be a wrestler, like an old, like an old, like he used to be a wrestler who's retired and like doing something else? That would be and that's fantastic. why he's got the physique. Yep. And then he could do all the moves. Like that would be like, like yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that would yeah. be fucking sweet. Oh, now how awesome would it have been if Rock would have <laughs> dropped the people's elbow like two floors through that tower? Like, I mean, th- that would have been great. <sighs> Like he would have done it like on the very top, like with all the mirrors and stuff. Yeah. And he was just like fucking slammed it so hard that the entire floor shattered. And they they dropped down another floor. Like come on. (laughs) It would have been great. It would have worked so well. I I was reading on the internet that it's doing really badly that you know uh, nobody's going to see it. And I was I was the now granted it was freaking two o'clock, one thirty, one thirty in the afternoon on a Monday, but still There was like, it's only been out for four days. But. Yeah, like there was like one other dude um, there, <laughs> but it was just like me and this other dude, and that was kind of weird. But it was, you know, <laughs> was what it was. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't see this one as being one of the pantheon great films. <clears throat> 2018 and four, and I wanted to love it. I really did. It's got a great name. And I just kept thinking, man, like, I can't believe, I mean, even Anna Nicole Smith's character is like a thousand <laughs> times more personality than the fucking rock. <laughs> like, like he's like, he's like, like, he's like, if you watch Moana, he's fantastic. And Moana is singing yeah. a song. Like, come yeah. on. What, even, in Cent- even in Central Intelligence, I don't know if you saw that one, but he's hilarious in that. I don't think I have seen that. Oh, yes, I have. Oh, he's, he's I mean, funny. A, in, is that the one? And he was. Uh, I just saw him in um in Get Smart, and he was fantastic in Get Smart. I mean, yeah, he's like he's funny as shit. But like when he does like these some of these quote unquote like straightforward action movies, he like he like really like like gets rid of all the comedy. And so it's like, what are you doing? You're the Rock, and you're hilarious. Yeah. Like, well, just... and I think I think that's kind of <clears throat> I think that's kind of what the big studios miss is that. The, the rock is great at having this sort of self depreciation, and if you take that away from him, he's just a douche, you know. Yeah, they 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 they, they don't remember that like the rock was like a bad guy, like a heel in wrestling. Yeah, for yeah. most of his career, and probably one of the <laughs> like, best, like he, one of the best ones ever in wrestling, you know. Yeah, they they forget that, but he comes back now and like cuts like twenty minute promos, just like babbling shit. But like everybody loves it, but like he, they forget that like he was he's he was a huge heel and he was fantastic at and they were like hilarious. They, what, wouldn't they scream like like die Rocky die like when they, yeah. isn't that what the chant was? Yeah, Rocky, <laughs> like, like, Rocky they, sucks. Yeah, yeah. They, 
I, I'm pretty sure there was a die rocky in there too. Like, he oh, was just, I'm like, sure. So bad because he he was oh he did so many great things. Okay, <laughs> yeah, he was all right. Cool. I don't know if you guys in the audience are big wrestling fans, but The Rock was the best man. So he's the leader of this team of. Uh, or he, I'm sorry, he's just a guy in this team that are all bad guys. And they're going around, they're the nation of domination, and they're beating up all the other wrestlers, and they're the worst of the worst. And so for uh, The Rock's, or for the, um, like their one-year anniversary, The Rock gives everybody in the uh, faction, like everybody in this team, he gives them all... $50,000 gold Rolexes for their one-year anniversary, except for the leader, right? And the leader, <laughs> he's like, I got something special for you. And he's like, yeah. oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I gave all these guys some $50,000 Rolexes each. But what I'm giving you is way more valuable. And he's like, all right, I'm great. Let me have it. And he gives him a picture of the rock. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, everybody else got $50,000 Rolexes, but I'm hooking you up. You're getting my picture. <laughs> Man, that's a, that's what's missing from like actually like the wrestling like watching like like fairly recently. It's like there's no like really like like heels that embrace it that much. There's a few, but like a, have, a lot of them just like toe the line. It's really best. Watched, it's like uh, Elias. I'm gonna say Elias. Oh my god, Elias is a Elias is like heel. He's one of the few. Like he's like really just like yeah, I'm just gonna fucking <laughs> go for it. And <laughs> okay. Alexis. Alexa Bliss is one of them too. She's like really good at yes. it, I think. And I am a huge Alexa Bliss fan, and not just because she's super hot. Like she is super hot, <laughs> but she also is a really talented in-ring wrestler and a great heel. Like I think yeah. she nails the Ric Flair thing better than like Charlotte Flair or really any of the other wrestlers. Like that whole like I'm totally better looking, richer, and like just absolutely better than you and gonna look down my nose at everyone you know well well it's the thing because like charlotte flair is now a face yeah which which doesn't doesn't work at all and like so same with sasha banks she's a face and she doesn't work at all no i want them to they should be heels and just fucking killing everybody but instead everybody's like kind of heelish but kind of face-ish as well it's it's really just like it's kind of weird blurry um, but yeah, no, but I, I really like Elias as a heel. And The Miz is a pretty good mm-hmm. heel, too. Don't get The Miz wrong. He's also oh, pretty yeah, yeah. decent. Uh, but you're He's right. good. It's still yeah, all kind of toned down. They just, like, embrace it. So, like, everybody else is like, what's, well, like, the main event of this last one was last night. I don't know if you watched it, but it was like, no, I worked. Dolph, Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins. And Dolph Ziggler is a heel. But kind of not, you know what I mean? Same with Seth Rollins. It's like they're both like kind of, but not not really. Yeah. Like nobody's going, nobody's going like full heelish on it. No. I'm just like. You know who else is? Like, you know who the best <laughs> heel that the WWE has had for like a long time now? John Cena. John Cena <laughs> well, is yeah. an amazing heel because like that's my whole thing, right? Is <sighs> like he's a face. But he's also, I mean, he's just such a fucking tool, you know? Like, you're just like, ah! And I think I think that's, like, this whole secret thing with John Cena is that he's been a heel since day one. 
Well, it's the same with Roman Reigns. It's like nobody likes him, so it's like, why turn him? Why turn him here? Because he's a, he, like nobody likes him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so why well, the fuck would you do anything? <laughs> my big problem with Roman Reigns is there's no character development. Like, why should I care about Roman Reigns? He's just like some dude. Yeah, I, I know that there's, there's I know there's like a like a dickish attitude in there somewhere. Like, there's like if you just let him do whatever he, however he is. Yeah. I bet you he'd be like he'd be like it's a, a super dick like and that. that'd be fantastic. Yeah. yeah Instead I he just like reads that. he just like reads the script and like says well I gotta be the guy and blah blah blah. Well, like, he just know, let him. I also read and this is uh, this is probably the bigger problem that um, <clears throat> you know that you're you're seeing is that mm. um, I read Bob Holly's book you know Hardcore Holly and yeah, he yeah. had a whole chapter <clears throat> ranting about this about how. <laughs> the WWE now forces all of their wrestlers to completely stay on script. Like, it's not yeah. like it was, say, you know, in the Attitude Era, where they were like, well, this is the point. This is what, you know, we want you to touch on this, this, and this. And the wrestler yeah. kind of went out and said his version of it. Like, now they're mm. like, you know, Roman Reigns, you say exactly this. And then Alexa mm. Bliss, you respond exactly this. And it really stifles the freaking wrestlers because they're all, you know, I mean, they've all got that sort of character in them. And you want to let them kind of go with it. (laughs) I feel like Bob Holly's book is just like chapter after chapter of rants. Oh, it is. It's great. It is so great. It's It's basically like 250 pages of him calling everybody a pussy that sold him out. It's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's or like not, it's re- worth not wrestling, or not wrestling stiff enough, or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. The next time you go to um, Patrick's house, remind me about it. I'm sure you'll be able to borrow it. Um, nice, because it it's well. It, one of the things that's great about it is it's not like a WWE sanctioned official book, right? Oh, no, I'm sure so. It's, not. it's like some you know some freaking tiny little publisher, and. It, it, he doesn't. Like, I mean, he talks shit on so many people. It's great. <laughs> it's great. I'm sure he's a spark plug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a NASCAR driver. That was like the best, the best slash worst gimmick. Like oh, one of the yeah. worst. Well, and now there's, there's a little bit, at least a little bit of history of that is that he was legit. Um, also a race car driver. <laughs> you know, like while he was starting out as an indie wrestler, he was also driving like race cars in the south. So, <laughs> so just like, why don't you just be that guy? Yeah. So at least you know, I mean, at least there's a little bit of credibility there. Uh, not like some of the WWE's gimmicks from that era. That was pretty pretty awful. Back with the, the WWF. The dumpster. You talking about Duke the dumpster? He wasn't the actual trash man. <laughs> Uh, well, Come I was on. actually thinking of um, Erwin R. Scheister. Oh, yeah, IRS. IRS. Yeah. I thought, wow, rest- what a ridiculous Good wrestler, but, like, just a terrible gig. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch season good. two of Glow? I haven't yet, no. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. But, yeah. Oh, so I, I watched a bunch of Vice Principals. Have you seen that? Um, yeah, I have. I saw the first season of it. Is the second season out? Yeah, yeah, I just I just watched the first season because we just got HBO, so I just started watching that, and it's I'm a big fan of those guys. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. 
Um, I thought it was pretty funny. Like, I thought the last episode was amazing. <laughs> gets, like, blown, his car gets blown up, he gets shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like... It's like, um, wow, and the, right. the principal gets drunk and pees on a cop car. Spoiler <laughs> yes. alert! It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah was it uh, Walton Walton Scoggins or whatever his name is? Is just like the best. Yeah, he's he's like Goggins or whatever his name is. Yeah. Oh man, did you ever see the TV show The Shield? No. I watched Justified. He was, a, he, he was amazing in the Shield. You want to talk yeah. about a heel? Like in the <laughs> Shield, he was the slimiest, most disgusting. Like I hate you and want you dead, prick. It was great. <laughs> he was on Justified. He's on Justified, and he's always he was always like really good in that. Yeah, and he's like the dude's arch nemesis in Justified, right? Yeah, but then after a while, you you kind of start. Like, after, like, with him. Yeah, like, after, like, season three or four, like, you start following his character's arc as well. He was, like, right. like, like, kind of rooting for him to succeed. Nice. Like, really, it's so good. That's um, always cool when they do that, you know. Um, but that shows, that shows legit. Which is why I find out the Karate Kid on YouTube is really good. I still haven't, I still haven't <sighs> seen it. Man, it, it's, it's fucking <laughs> great. And uh, this so is a much. testament to skyscraper that we haven't talked about it in ten minutes, and I don't, I don't know if I can. I, like, I, I, it's again, like I, I just so wanted to watch it, and I was just like, no, The Rock, you're not just hanging off the side of a fucking building again. <laughs> I, I think again, I think I think we've talked about this before. It's just if they just stick with The Rock more, I think it would be yeah. better. But they keep coming back to all these like the villains who you could give two shits about like when you find out their motives it's like so convoluted and it doesn't yeah. that's, that's the, the beauty the of that's first... the beauty of that's the beauty of the first diehard it's like it's like you're just you're just like common criminals you're just thieves and he's yeah. like yes we're exceptional thieves so like, right like, <laughs> so watch your tone like like yeah they're just like they're just there to steal shit like yeah. and that's that's the beauty of diehard yeah um, but no, they definitely didn't go there with this. It's like the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, all right, when am I going to get like a hint of what this is all about? I mean, just a hint. Like we know that freaking <clears throat> porn stash from the wire season two is doing some, uh, stuff and he's up to some chicanery, but then it's like an hour of like just stuff being on fire and nobody telling us what's going on. I mean, after that, that's the only like double cross quote what there is. Yeah, like, that's it. It happens within the first twenty minutes, and then what was the one? Th- I was just about to say something. Well, I was thinking when when the guy finally like catches the rock and threatens his kids, and the one use of the word "fuck" is used when he says it, like I'm gonna throw your fucking kid off the fucking roof or whatever. Right. I I assume we'd see like the rock just like destroy everybody. Yeah. But. But he didn't really do that. He just kind of like like then they walked around in like the hall of mirrors and like that was like that was it. <laughs> like yeah, like that's where it should have like switched on to like the rock should have been like no, I'm gonna rip these guys' arms off and then beat the crap out of you with them yeah. like type of thing. I'm going to <laughs> like a, it should be. I was. It should I become. It should become a radar movie right there. It should become like a raid X movie yeah. right there. <laughs> like it should be like, like okay, kids, leave the theater. <laughs> yeah, but it's like nope. Yeah, no, he should have gone on a kill crazy, crazy rampage. Like, at, like you know, his friends should have turned on him. He should have found out that his family was in the burning inferno. And then he should have killed every jabroni 
within a 10 mile radius of the freaking tower. I think that's I think that's the problem too when you think of the rock. I think he's trying to be too family friendly. Even though yeah. it's a PG-13 intense movie, people can still go like families can still go see it and same with the Rampage. Right. Like he's not he's not making these hard R movies which he should be, I think. And he, I think he would be a little more legit. Yeah, if he, he was would doing be more that. legit. Now, of course, I don't know if he'd be paid quite as much, but but um, in the long run, I think he would have a he would have a more of I think he's gonna he would have more longe- longevity if he kind of like went that route instead of trying to go kind of more of a family friendly esque route. Yeah, and you know, actually, <clears throat> this is I heard Ryan's voice in my head at one point. It was terrible because I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> I was like, this movie is a rock vehicle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is a vehicle for the rock, and I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it just seemed like it was like the rock wanted to make a movie in China for China audiences, yeah, but do like it. a diehardy type of movie, and just kind of like I don't know, it just it just felt really, at the end of the day, generic. It didn't have any sort of like. So. I was just, I'm going to jump off topic because I just read this today about how um, <laughs> some film company in Hong Kong made mm. their first $100 million movie and, mm. it, and it opened to $7 million was its opening. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of a deficit Ouch. there. Um, yeah, but no, it was like the first, you know, the first hundred million dollar blockbuster made in china and then nobody went and saw it or well i mean there's that's the cool thing about having a billion people is you know probably about a million or so went to see it but it wasn't like you know i don't think they're gonna make their money back on it anytime soon did i tell you about uh working on iron man 3 at deluxe no well, at Deluxe, right, we get we get these the, what we call China cuts right. of the movie. And they'll, like, take stuff out. A lot of stuff that's, like, like offensive or, like, they don't want, like, whatever it is. Yeah, I think whatever, we have like, talked about this in a podcast, but we should talk about it again because it's good. Yeah, it's, it's no, like, the five people who haven't listened or whatever. Iron Man 3 was, like, the most egregious one I've ever seen. And I felt, like, dirty working on it afterwards because it's, like... It it, add, it would add scenes of this one doctor that he meets at the beginning of Iron Man three, throughout the movie, and basically like made this guy the hero of the movie. <laughs> it was so wow. disturbing because it was like at the end of the movie, <clears throat> at the end of all of Iron Man three, like everything's fine. It goes back to basically this guy, this doctor calling, and oh, it's the guy. I think it is the guy from Skyscraper. Oh, really? Yeah, who built the. It's 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 a, the the same actor. Right. He's so like call, he's calling he's basically he's basically calling up Iron Man, going, "Hey, we see what you did. Good job. If you <laughs> like, you know, basically like, if you need any help, we're here to help you." Because I know it was just like it was just like the most like I say it's a most propaganda like right. sequence I've ever seen. I was like I was like, do I have to do this? Do I have yeah. to work on this? Because it's it's so it's like. Welcome to Communist like... China, where the the state's message is more important than any art you'll ever see. Yeah, I mean, basically, the scene was basically like, you did what you were able to do because of China helping you. Right. Yeah. So don't forget that we helped you. I was like, what? Like, I was like, I was like, oh, this is gross. Yeah, that's that's awful. 
<laughs> but now like every every movie we do now it has like a china cut and it's just like <laughs> it's you like insert the state stuff and probably take anything that's like overtly capitalist or rebellious out of it yeah for the most part yeah there's like there's 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 versions of them always like do i have to work on them uh so gross yeah you know i that's kind of what i liked about jet lee's kung fu movies i don't know if we talked about this before from but whenever i was a big fan of jet lee's like his chinese movies when he was making movies in china that Mm. like i always thought like these are really subversive if you think about it because you know every single one the the villain isn't really like one guy it's this big monolithic like oppressive government that's got its foot on the freaking people's neck and jet league kind of comes and freaking stops whatever government that's you know and, and frees the peasants or whatever and then i was like well maybe this is just a metaphor for communism and i was like i couldn't ever yeah. figure out if it was like communist <clears throat> propaganda or some weird you know like subtle call to revolting against communism <clears throat> Well, it's like if you listen to the commentaries for the Once Upon a Time movies, mm-hmm. like all of those are so much more political than you think they are. Right. He was like listening. He was like, "Wait, I didn't get that at all. I just saw some guy kicking some people in the face." Yeah, some guy kicking a bunch but of like, us. <laughs> but the commentary had like so much more like history behind like each scene and like what like what they're saying. I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> these yeah. movies are crazy." Yeah. No. And so like well, all of those types of movies just... are always just like those movies are always just like, I mean. On the surface, they're just like a bunch of kick-ass movies, but then like like to the Chinese people, they're like something very much more uh... right. Well, and I I mean when I was really into it, when I was like trying to watch like a different Jet Li movie like every day, sometimes watching the same mm. movie like two or three times, I like I I was like I these seem so ridiculously political to me, but I don't know what kind of politics they're trying <laughs> to push on me. <laughs> well, yeah, because 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 there'll always be like uh, there'll be a period movie. It'll basically be commenting on like the modern day China. Yeah, but but the modern day China when we're watching it, we're watching it in like 1993, but the movie is take like is was shot in like you know 87. Seven, so it's right. like I have no idea. I have no idea of the history of China. Like like what's going on? Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, I always kind of liked that about his movies is that it did seem like that um, in this in. Maybe, maybe skyscraper is some weird absurdist uh, <laughs> commentary on modern life, um, or maybe it's uh, the rock vehicle. I think it's like a pretty generic rock <laughs> slash diehard slash towering inferno vehicle. Yeah. Sadly, we're hoping to get anybody Sad. in here that we can with a kick-ass trailer. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> all right well, well we're um we're definitely at 35 minutes on this one and, nice um nice. yeah i will so does august start next week and we can do kung fu movies no we got we got the episode 50 we have episode um, 50 to do which is i well also shout out to die hard to turn 30 officially this this weekend actually it's been 30 oh, yeah. years since Die Hard came out, so That's it's like right. official. Yeah, well, happy it's... birthday, Die Hard. I saw, that, <laughs> I saw that now that you mention it, like on Reddit or something. Yeah, it's like, I didn't think, couldn't think of like a, a big deal to make of it. It's like, well, it's, I mean, it's a fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, you're, you're an idiot and you should go see it. <laughs> like, you should yeah. watch it. <laughs> I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've seen it a couple times. So. 
You know what I love, and I remember I was just a kid when Die Hard came out, but I remember mm-hmm. it. And I, you know what I loved about the Die Hard trailer was he says "Yippee ki yay, motherfucker" on it, but of course they censor the, you know, in that one it's like he just says "Yippee ki yay" and then it cuts off. But they did it in such a way that even though he doesn't say "motherfucker" on the trailer, you knew he said "motherfucker" you know, on the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic and I mean like it's not that big of a deal as an adult but like as an 8 year old it was great or like I, I guess we were maybe 11 or 12 uh, 13 yeah, or something it, but I remember I just thinking being... too I, that's the crazy thing too because I remember seeing Die Hard in the theater so I must have snuck in to see it yeah we must were, have. that was actually probably right around the time where we were big into sneaking into theaters like you'd buy the ticket for the <clears throat> you'd buy the ticket for whatever g-rated bullshit was there that was like roughly the same time as the r-rated movie you wanted to see and you waited oh, yeah, until yeah. the employees weren't looking and ran in there <laughs> which was really hard at the time because the theater only had six theaters yeah three on each three on each side and like they were all visible to everybody yeah. so it was like a big deal to just like walk into fucking Die Hard when you're supposed to go see fucking Land Before Time or some shit. Right. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and there's nobody else there in the theater, so you're just like, why is that little kid walking into a, a clearly rated on movie? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the first time I did it was the movie The Lost Boys, which was kind of awesome. I, oh, I nice. was I was with my cousin in yeah. California, and uh, <clears throat> actually in Lancaster, like right outside L.A., and... Uh, my and we were we, my parents bought us tickets to see um, Can't Buy Me Love, which was <laughs> like awful. And like five minutes into it, my cousin was like, "Dude, this is totally lame." And I was like, "Yeah, it is." He's like, "Let's go see Lost Boys." So we like freaking, you know, we were like maybe nine or ten years old and like scurried over, and it was the best movie we'd ever seen in our lives, you know. Oh my god, the, um, and the guys with the. The guy with the saxophone on the beach, man, he's the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so much goodness in that movie. Dude. And it's one of those movies that, that holds up really well, like even 35 years later, it's still something that you can show somebody in it and they'll think it's an awesome movie, you know? I have a sneaky in story with my, like, uh, I'd be like, when was, I think They Live is about the same time, right? About the, came out yeah. about the same time. Yeah, sure. Well, I snuck into the OC that, right? So I'm like 12 or 13 going to see They Live. Roddy Roddy Piper. Well, my sister is with me, and she's going. To, she wanted to go see some other movie. Your sister Talia? But she's like, yeah, Talia. And she's like, she's like maybe like eight or nine. Yeah, like, right? She's got to be really so little like, then, yeah. So, she, so she's like, well, I don't want to see that. I want to go see this with you. I'm like, all right, cool. And I basically snuck my you know, nine-year-old sister into see They Live. Like, to get, and we were watching it together. Well, that's like, fantastic of you. I like I don't know how many how nobody walks into that theater and sees us like sitting next to on the side and be like, Why the fuck are you guys here? Like why is there, right. why are there a nine year old and a twelve year old sitting there watching fucking they live? Yeah. The fuck? That's fantastic. <laughs> like one of the most subversive movies like ever. <laughs> subversive slash overt movies. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that be so freaking subversive that like graffiti artists and stuff like Shepard Ferry based his whole yeah his, his whole street art around it, you know. Um, but yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> like next week or maybe the week after because I may have to skip next week because I'm going to be okay. working like a dog. So uh, <clears throat> I mean, we, we could yeah we could yeah I mean maybe we just skip just say we're skipping next week and then. Whatever, I think next, like the week after that is like the 30th, technically. Right. 
But we can we can start the Asian movies then, and we're gonna do like we're gonna do for the five people listening. We're gonna do all Asian films for the the month of August, and just yeah. watch old movies, and we're gonna watch the new ones, and just kind of like just like watch some really cool old Asian action movies and comparing to them, yeah. like so if you have new any, Asians. If you have any suggestions for Asian movies you want us to watch, we definitely will do that. <clears throat> Um, we'll watch Shaw Brothers. We'll watch yeah, you know, just like some of the newer stuff. Maybe a little John not, Woo. I don't know. Yeah, they're very versed on the new stuff, so that'll be fun to kind of like check in like with some newer stuff and see yeah. what's going on there. So definitely, I don't think we're gonna get to see the hundred million dollar epic flop anytime soon. No, there was one trailer I watched. There's a trailer I watched that said it was like one of the most expensive movies ever made. So. Mm-hmm. This maybe this movie was is called, called Asura. Is the name of the movie that's flopping really bad right now. No, I didn't see that. So, all right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, <clears throat> comment, do all that stuff. Peace. Yeah. Or, or not. Or <laughs> that's not. Always... It's fine too. <laughs>